Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Business Builder Show, where we feature champions in their respective industries from all over the planet. Our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate our quest for business excellence. Today, we're going to discover the 1% Wealth Code, how self-made millionaires come from nothing and create generational wealth and impact. And we're going to find out about that by from Kelly Roach. Now, Kelly is a business strategist who transforms overworked entrepreneurs into seven-figure CEOs by teaching them how to leverage timeless business principles employed by billion-dollar corporations with the most powerful online marketing speed and agility strategies of today. She's built a multi-million dollar business called Kelly Roach Coaching, and it's the fastest growing coaching program on the market and the first of its kind. Her accountability-driven approach has been responsible for hundreds of clients finding financial freedom through entrepreneurship. It's great to have you here, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. So I got a little idea, but maybe our listeners and viewers don't yet know who you solve, serve. Yeah. So I help dynamic service-based business owners who want to accelerate and scale their businesses, which is systematic approach to growth, to implement the core systems, the team building strategies, the operations, and the marketing effectiveness to build scalable, sellable, and self-led companies. And I'll explain what I mean by that really quick for our listeners, just to set the table for our conversation today. Every business should be sellable. If you don't sell your business at the end of your day, you close down your business and you get nothing for it. So we want to build sellable businesses, number one. Number two, we want to build scalable businesses, which means that we have repeatable processes that allow us to create leverage so we can get bigger results with less effort and duplicate and multiply our outcomes. And thirdly, we want to build self-led companies, which means that we have an executive team, we have a leadership staff, and we get the business to the point that it no longer requires us in order to run successfully. And that is what we help people do. So, okay, you identified the, the, the problem, the overall concept of what you're doing. Maybe you could give us an example of how you go about actually implementing what you've verbalized, maybe even a case study. Maybe you've got something that you've done maybe in the last few months that you could talk yeah. about Sarah's business or whatever. So tell us how it's done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have so many stories of people that came to us. They had a skill set. They had a talent. Maybe they had like a handful of clients, you know, they had had success getting a handful of clients, but their business was very unpredictable, right? They didn't have any continuity to what they were doing. And what we help people do is we start off with five core systems and we teach them how to implement scalable systems in their business. The first one is going to be marketing. Then we're going to move to sales. Then we're going to move to team building your flagship program for service delivery, and so on and so forth. So we work our way from the front of the house to the back of the house. And essentially what we help people to do is learn how to go from selling one-to-one -to, -one to one to many so that they can take their business from kind of clunking along with like 
a couple flat tires to really being able to be like that sports car, right? That handles really well and can go from zero to 60 in a few seconds. That's what we help people to do with their business. So it's about optimization. It's about systemization. And it's really about understanding what your go-to-market strategy needs to look like in order to create sustainable and scalable success. And that begins with identifying your North Star, with knowing what your messaging needs to look like, with being able to convey through social media, your email list, your podcast, all, you know, all of these things. How do you convey your core differentiators? How do you convey value to the world? How do you hook people and help them to build trust in your organization so that they believe that you, in fact, can solve their problems or to lead them through solving their problems? And then ultimately, how do you have an effective conversion strategy that takes them from believing to investing with you? Right. So for us, we start at the very beginning of, you know, let's take a look at where your business is today. Let's look at where the holes are that we need to plug and the foundation that we need to build. We have people that come to us that are starting from just a handful of clients. We have other people last year that came to us that were already seven-figure businesses that within a single year, we had one client that was able to go to multiple seven figures. We had another client that was able to go to eight. So systems do wonders in businesses. And you know, a lot of times I think when people think about systems, they think about operations which operations is very crucial on the inside of your business, but you also need systems on the outside of your business for sales and marketing and client attraction and so forth. So uh, give us a, a couple of examples. I know you've got many of the actual services or products that that you use to get this job done. Are they, yeah. Is it online training? Is it coaching? Is it a combination? Is, yeah. Give so, us a little insight. Yeah, absolutely. So I have five different companies that serve entrepreneurs in a multitude of ways, all with the goal of moving society forward through entrepreneurship. When we empower people to build successful businesses, they're able to lead with their faith, put their family first, create generational change, all of those things. My core business that I have had for over 10 years now that has really been the source, it's where I build an eight-figure company, and then I started building all of my satellite companies outside of that, is a coaching and consulting company. So we do very high-touch, very accountability-driven, customized coaching and consulting to walk people through the information, the education, the community, the, the implementation and the strategy that's needed to kind of take this vision that they have for what they want to build and actualize that vision with strategy that is actually going to yield the results that they want. Oh, great. Thanks for explaining that. So you're in a very competitive environment. Well, a lot of our listeners are. So tell us how you're different, unique uh, rise above your competition. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the number one thing that is unique about our organization is the human-centric approach to how we lead people through our programming. Most businesses in the entrepreneurial space are very heavy digital-focused, automation-focused, technology-focused businesses. And that allows you to lead a lot of people through your program material at once. And in many instances, is very good for the business owner, but not so great for the person that is experiencing 
the, the information or the education, because the moment that you have a question, even though you're consuming the content, you're not able to get the customization that you need to get your questions answered and to really understand how to make it work for you. So the thing that is our core differentiator in the way that we serve our customers is that while we have very customized and very strong curriculum that we lead people through with very specific philosophy and systems and, you know, time-tested strategy, it's really the human element of how we customize it and how we lead people through the implementation of it that is the reason why our customers are just absolutely soaring. And the only other thing that I'll add to that, there's a lot of things that are different about how we've built the company and how we serve our clients. But for me personally, I worked in Fortune 500 for over 10 years. I literally built 17 locations and a team of 100 people in my corporate experience before starting my own business. And I utilize that corporate business building, PL management, budget based strategy every single day. What I find in a lot of the world of entrepreneurship, it's very tactic driven which means that as soon as an algorithm changes or as soon as a tactic changes or as soon as a trend shifts, people are kind of lost in the middle of the ocean because they were doing something that was very surface level. What we teach is timeless strategy for business building. And so what that means is it doesn't matter what Instagram is doing or LinkedIn is doing or Facebook is doing. You're learning all of these different strategies that are going to allow you to implement principles in your business that will work for forever. And then you can just apply them and use them in different ways on whatever platform in whatever way you choose. And that's really the opposite of everything going on in our industry. And again, because our customers don't have this start, stop, start, stop every time an industry change happens or an algorithm shift or whatever the case, I feel that that's another huge reason why our customers are seeing the results that they're seeing. Oh, beautiful. You did a beautiful job explaining all that. I'm sure our listeners loved it. Now, let's. Uh, I'm going to have you change hats. I'd like you to become the dean of the business school. Yes. And- Kind of walk us through, you mentioned you're over 10 years old as a company. So kind of walk us through, you know, what was, how, how did the idea for starting a company crystallize in your head and, you know, who you had to fight with to get it done and, yeah. and just kind of walk us through it. And with your permission, I'll, I'll ask you some clarifying questions as you tell us your story. Yeah, absolutely. So as I shared, I worked for a Fortune 500. I had an unbelievable mentor there for many, many years. And this is where I really learned everything about business. And I fell in love with teaching and coaching and training people. And to be honest, I never really had a huge desire to be a quote unquote entrepreneur or business owner. But as I moved my way up, I became the youngest senior vice president in the company. I was managing territory all up and down the East Coast. And I realized how much power there was in this knowledge that I had. And I realized that I could be using this knowledge and power to help potentially millions of people change their lives. And I also realized I was working for a major corporation. I wasn't really changing people's lives with what I was doing. I was impacting, you know, my staff that I was serving and teaching, but I did not feel a sense of fulfillment. I didn't feel like my talent was really being utilized for the greater good. And so that's really a huge motivating factor for me and why I decided to start my own business, because I realized that, especially in the world of entrepreneurship, the vast majority of people that start businesses do not have a business background. 
They don't understand team building. They don't understand sales management. They don't understand financials and, and managing a PL. And so I realized that I could literally impact this statistic of, you know, 85% of businesses fail if we can get the right knowledge and resources and mindset in the right hands, it could change so many people's lives. And so for me, like that was kind of, that that was where it came from because I was like, what do I love to do? I love to teach. I love to coach. I love to train. I love to make other people successful. What am I really good at? Business, right? How do I bring the things that I love and the thing that I'm really good at together, teach people business, right? And so from that, I started Kelly Roach Coaching, this little baby, you know, company that I started on the side of my, my day job. And, you know, now, you know, it's surpassed a $8 million, $10 million company and several other satellite companies. And it's just, I think having a really strong focus on changing people's lives and setting a really high bar for the industry and transforming the industry by continually moving it forward is, is that's the focus of my work. Okay. Beautiful. So tell, tell me about some, some key milestones, maybe things like your first hire or your first failed hire or kind of walk us through maybe half a dozen major milestones and what you learned from each of those. Yeah. I mean, I would say, yeah, the, the, one of the first important milestones was my first internal hire. And I had always had contractors. I started off at the very beginning of my business with hiring a VA for one hour a week so that I could focus on profit producing activities, generating clients, serving clients and creating content. And that's all I focused on generating clients, serving clients and creating content. And then I would have a VA help me with all the other things. And that over time extended into, you know, multiple contractors and that type of thing. But making that first full-time hire was really like committing fully to my business because, you know, now I had another person that I was committing fully to. And that was a huge, you know, turning point in the business because it allowed me to extend and duplicate and multiply the so, so much. So, you know, that was huge. The second biggest milestone was definitely learning how and designing the live launch. I designed something called the live launch. I kept failing at launching over and over and over again. I was losing money. I was studying all the defined launch methods that were on the market. I was taking the courses. I was doing the programs. I was just losing and not getting results. And so I ultimately ended up kind of tossing all the models that I learned and designing my own. Never had the intention of teaching this to anyone else. I was just trying to figure out for myself, how the heck am I going to sell in volume versus selling one-to-one? And it began working so well that I realized, oh my gosh, like this is the thing. This is what I need to be teaching my clients. And, you know, from there I've taught, I think now between the books and the workshops that I deliver and my programs that I run like 90,000 people, the live launch method. So that's been, you know, amazing. And, and I think the key thing that I want to emphasize for everyone listening is, you know, the thing that you struggle with the most and else in your market is most likely struggling with as well. So when you find a solution for yourself, that's probably going to be one of the most meaningful things that you can teach and share and empower others with, because it's kind of like in class, you know, when one person raises their hand as a question, everyone else had that same question too. They're just too embarrassed to say it. So I always say like the thing that you think is holding you back the most can end up being your biggest catalyst for success. So I think that's really important. And then I think, you know, the third Third big thing was going from building a team of producers and a team of people kind of to do in the business and pivoting into building a leadership team 
was huge for us, you know, because now obviously we want to go from being an eight figure company to a nine figure company. And you cannot bridge that without developing an incredible leadership team, a strong executive visionary team, systems, technology, you know, all of the things that support that level of scale. So I think, you know, building a team of producers, learning how to sell in volume, and then learning how to scale with, you know, a strong leadership team, I think are three really important milestones. Oh, those are beautiful. I like the way you framed that too. Give us a little insight, Kelly, into how you conduct your management meetings or management system or methodology. And I'd be curious to hear, one, how you maybe manage your core company and then how you manage your little portfolio of subsidiaries, if you will. Give us two kind of stories. Yeah. So I will say, first of all, that it has changed a lot over the years because now on both sides of the house, in both my main company and my smaller businesses, I have a president that's over a group of companies and I have a president that is over the entirety of my coaching consulting company now. So it looks completely different today than it did. When I was starting, it was me managing my one employee and then my two employees and my three and We just inched our way along, right? And, you know, we did AM and PM meetings every day, maybe 15, 20 minutes. So very short, sweet to the point. What's our focus for the day? What are our deliverables? When's it happening? How's it happening? What's the outcome that we're looking for? And then what happened? Why or why not? What are we going to do next? How do we make it to the next goalpost, right? So, you know, started off doing those meetings myself. Then as I built my first management team, it was more there now doing those meetings. And now I am really responsible for casting vision. Where are we going? Why are we going there? Well, you know, what's in it for you? How do I enroll you in this vision? How do you enroll your team in the vision? How do we get everyone to rally around where we're going and why? Right. And and then that just keeps iterating and iterating as you go. But, you know, for me still, you know, 85% plus of my time and intent is really still on my main company, even though I'm not like in the day to day, I'm doing this, right. I'm doing content. I'm building the brand. I'm out there speaking. I'm podcasting. I'm creating content. I'm still drawing eyes and attention to the brand, but the difference is now there's an operations manager running the systems and there's people managers running the people. So it's, it's, it just keeps iterating kind of, you know, as you go. And, you know, then with the other companies, I always either have, you know, a strong manager or a strong leader or someone that this is going to be their primary focus so that I can not be in the day-to-day, but still make sure that there's a pulse on what's happening and that we're able to predictably, you know, move it forward. So what would you say is holding you back, you and your company back in 2023? What's the what's the barrier in front of you now? Yeah, it's really interesting. I always say that complexity is what kills growth. And when you're small, it's really easy to do everything like on a whiteboard or on a notebook and keep everything super, super simple, right? As you scale up, you have to integrate more and more technology in order to support the scale. And so for us, it's the assimilation of data and getting that data to be a hundred percent accurate so that we can make meaningful and effective decisions. Right. And so for us, it's like fighting complexity 
is like the number one thing. It's always like, where can we simplify? Where can we, you know, we have all of these focus areas. How do we, how do we dial that in? And I always tell people that when they're building, I'll see clients starting to have a lot of success and they'll want to add this and this and this and do this and this. And then I'm like, as soon as you do that, you're going to kill your own growth because you're losing focus. Right. So I think at every level to some degree, it's about retaining focus. And, and when your focus is starting to get diluted, figuring out how to pull that focus back in again, if that makes sense. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that very much. So how Kelly, can our listeners get a hold of you and your, in your organization? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, I would love to share some amazing resources with all of you. And if you want to connect with me directly, you can just slide into my inbox on Instagram, Kelly Roach official, or follow me on Facebook, Kelly Roach. And if you want to learn from me, the best place to learn from me is on the Kelly Roach show. I've done almost a thousand episodes. We're like 900 and some now they're short, sweet, and to the point, you know, so if you want to connect with me there, cool. The Kelly Roach show, if you want to just connect on, on social and just kind of get in my world and hang out, you can hit me over the DMS and just say hello. And you saw me here and, you know, I'd love to connect with any of our listeners here today. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So what's the one question that I should have asked you, and I didn't think of it, that would give great value to our listeners, Kelly? Oh, that's such a good question. Well, you asked amazing questions. You know, I would say the one overlooked thing, I think, when it comes to rapid and sustainable growth, and who doesn't want to be a multimillionaire, we all do, right, is is understanding that you have to shift your own beliefs. And you have to shift your own mindset in order to achieve that next level of success, right? So the question I would pose to our listeners is, you know, does the mindset that you have today support the level of success that you want to achieve tomorrow? And what mindset shift do you have to create in order to support that level of success? And, you know, we could have a whole conversation about that, but I would say just making sure that I say, I say this all the time and I don't mean to be harsh, but you know, no one's coming to save you. I say it to my team. I say it to my clients all the time. You have to be the hero of your own life story. And being the hero of your own life story means constantly assessing your own mindset and saying, does the mindset that I'm showing up with support the outcome that I want to achieve? If the answer is yes, keep doing it. If the answer is no, you got to fix it. Because even if you start taking a whole bunch of action, if that mindset isn't right, you have a conflict, right? Yes, indeed. That was a great question. Even a better answer, Kelly. Thank you very much. Thank you. I certainly appreciate all the fantastic wisdom you shared with us today. I loved your story. It's a beautiful. And you're on your way to nine figures. That's beautiful. So everybody. In closing, let's focus on a single fact, and that is that our businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there as a result of the owner first learning and then applying a combination of having a singular strategy for growth of a management system for executing on that strategy, and number three, leveraging high-performance teams. Now, you can get some insight into that philosophy by just going to getbillsgift.com and get your hands on one of the tools. Thank you very much for listening, Kelly. Thanks for sharing your time with us today.